Welcome to Synergetic Culture, where we exist to provide practical and tangible content to help you build a synergetic culture. Here's the dichotomy though. Culture is formed either by design or by default. A culture by design, when adopted by the people within the culture, has a multiplying effect in the way it builds the organization and the individuals within it. And this, my friends, this is a synergetic culture. So how do we create a culture by design? What fundamentals and tactics and principles build a synergetic culture? Well, you've come to the right place. So no matter where you find yourself in your career, this podcast is for you. And with that being said, let's jump into today's episode of Synergetic Culture. Welcome back to the Synergetic Culture Podcast. My name is Adam Bieber, and I'm so grateful that you are tuning in to listen to today's episode. Uh, for those of you that are joining me on live stream right now on LinkedIn, thank you for listening. Uh, appreciate you tuning in and spending some time with me tonight. Uh, for those of you listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, as always, thank you so much for the support and for following along on this journey. Now, if you've been listening for a while, then you've probably heard uh, last week's episode with my good friend, Dwayne Golden Jr., and we talked about a lot of different things, but we discussed a um, idea that Dwayne went live with and I absolutely love, and um, that is for us to start a uh, uh, series on building soft skills. So um, tonight, or today, and whenever you're listening to this, um, this is episode 19 of the podcast, but this is installment one of an eight-part series that we're going to do on soft skills that will change the way you lead. So every week there's going to be a focus. Um, I'm not going to spend tons of time. This isn't going to be a super long, drawn-out episode, but I want to give you a couple of things to think about some action steps to take that can help improve the way that you lead utilizing soft skills. So tonight, we're going to talk about empathy. The focus is empathy. Now, I saw a lot of different definitions for the word empathy. Merriam-Webster had a really wordy, drawn-out, giant paragraph. Um, but the one that I settled on, I think you guys are going to like and uh, made the most sense to me. So that's the one we're going to use tonight. And it is the ability to sense other people's emotions coupled with the ability to imagine what someone else might be thinking or feeling. So let me read that again. Empathy is the ability to sense other people's emotions coupled with the ability to imagine what someone else might be thinking or feeling. Now, I'm going to uh, uh, set a quick disclaimer here. Empathy is something that can come easy to some people. Uh, that, like naturally, they're just a little bit more emotionally in tune. They can sense uh, emotion. They can read people really well. Um, for others, it's completely foreign. And here's what I want to say to, to people on both sides of the spectrum. Um, awareness is one of the keys to being able to latch on to this practice. Empathy is not um, something that people just automatically fall into. Even if you're wired um, as an empath, you still um, uh, need to understand how empathy works and how you play a part in empathizing with other people, especially in a professional setting. As a leader of a team, or even if you're not leading a team as a, just a natural leader, um, it's important to understand how empathy works. And um, as I was doing some research and preparing for this, I came across a, a really cool company called Mind Tools, and they do different things to help 
uh, uh, people and companies elevate their their game and elevate the professional career. And they outline three different types of empathy. And I want to share those with you tonight. And then I want to give you some action steps, some practical action steps attached to each one of those um, uh, empathy types, um, ways of, of thinking about, about empathy. So the first one, first type of empathy is cognitive empathy. Cognitive empathy is the ability to understand what another person might be thinking or feeling. Um, it, does, it, it doesn't need to involve any emotional engagement by the person that's observing. So for you to be able to cognitively empathize, it just takes an awareness and, and a thought process. And so here's a couple of the, the action steps I, I want to give you. It, it's very simple. Um, I practice this um, within my own leadership style, and that's an 80-20 rule. I'm going to let the other person share 80%, and I, I'm only going to do 20% of the talking. And, and what that talking will entail for me is um, listening to understand, not just to respond, um, asking questions. You know, before I move on to the next uh, style of empathy or type of empathy, um, I want to share a personal story that hopefully connects these dots for you tonight. Um, but for, for me personally, I, I've shared a little bit on this podcast and I haven't done a lot of sharing on social media or LinkedIn with regards to this, but I, I do want to share a little bit here right now. Um, so last year was just a tough year. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but we went through something called the pandemic uh, for about two years in 2020 and 2021 were extremely challenging for me. Um, they weren't just challenging because of the pandemic. Um, in fact, in some ways, the pandemic was a blessing in disguise, uh, gave me time and space to pause and heal and at least start working towards healing. Um, but during this season of life, I also walked through a very difficult and challenging divorce. Um, I don't think there's ever an easy divorce, so <laughs> a little disclaimer there. But I walked through a, a difficult uh, divorce, and one of the things that I encountered was a, a personal experience where I was on the receiving end of somebody who understood these types of empathy, and they demonstrated it. Um, I'll never forget, I came into work uh, one day during 2021, and my boss at the time uh, pulled me into his office, and uh, you know, I thought it was just to talk about work things, and he just said, how are you? And um, I was like, I'm fine, dude. I'm good. What's up? And uh, he started to, um, to ask questions because he, he said, Adam, I, I feel like I know you pretty well now, and uh, you, you tend to wear your heart on your sleeve, and I've just noticed that, um, that it seems like there's something going on. Now, what was actually happening in, in, in reality was I was having a really tough week at just executing my job. Um, but he didn't lead in with, hey, dude, you're sucking this week. He led in with, how are you? What's going on? He was seeking to understand and used his cognitive empathy to ask questions, and then he listened. And so I started to open up and share. Um, and he continued to ask open-ended questions that just allowed me to continue to share. This is what's happening. So as I shared what was happening, he was building a cognitive understanding that was going to lay the foundation for the empathy that he would express toward me. Now that leads me into the second empathy type. So the first is cognitive empathy. And my, my takeaway here is 
Um, listen to understand, not to respond. Ask questions and practice the 80-20 rule. It's, it's an opportunity to just listen. And by the way, you can use this in relationships. You can use this with friends. You can use this with um, coworkers. You can use this with family members. Um, this is a good practice in general for just leading a healthier, better life. But I also think it's a game changer for your leadership. So moving on to the next style is emotional empathy. And emotional empathy is the ability to share the feelings of another person. And by doing that, you're able to understand that person on a deeper level. Sometimes it's called effective empathy, using the definition here from mind tools, because it affects or changes you. Um, in my story that I'm sharing with you now from, from last year, uh, the next step was my old boss started to identify some of those feelings that I was having, um, asking me, you know, what does that feel like? How, how is that affecting you right now? What are some of the things that, you know, are, are it, it is on your mind constantly right now? And um, I, I realized how um, caring it felt to be on the receiving end of that type of, that type of empathy. Um, the takeaways here are to identify feelings. Talk about them. If you're not familiar with it, I don't have a way to like throw it up on the live stream or, or you know, share, share through the video. If, if we put this out on YouTube later, um, I'll definitely share it. But if you just Google search feeling wheel, this incredible rainbow colored wheel will pop up. And for me, it's one of the most incredible tools that I've used to help identify emotions that I'm feeling. I, I'm a natural empathetic person. Um, but I struggle even in my own life to identify emotions. And so being able to identify feelings with somebody is extremely helpful. Um, so identifying feelings, stepping into those feelings, meaning um, asking questions past the feeling. So for me in that moment, I said, man, I just feel very um, uh, lonely and isolated. He started to ask questions. What, what, is, what does that feel like for you to feel that way? You know, what, what kind of things run through your mind when you're feeling that way? Um, there's a, there's a, a, a practice that's used in different, different types of psychology. It's actually even a sales tactic. Um, if, if, uh, a Dwayne was here, he would, he would love this. Um, but the sales tactic is, is mirroring and matching mirror and match. This is where emotional empathy, um, happens when you can mirror that emotion, you can, you can start to empathize and feel it. And then match the tone, match the response, match the, the energy. It's not, it's not just a, a I'm going to copy you, but it's more of I'm going to step into those feelings and, and identify what it, what it looks like and what it feels like and truly feel it. And that's emotional empathy. So we started with uh, cognitive empathy, just, just the logical um, X, Y, and Z is happening. Um, you know, just starting to build the foundation of understanding what that person might be going through. Emotional empathy is the next piece. So starting to attach emotions to it, um, identifying what those feelings and emotions are, stepping into those feelings, maybe using the feeling wheel to do that. And then finally, the third type of empathy is compassionate empathy. And this is where it all comes together. Compassionate empathy is the most active form and involves not just understanding cognitively, um, not just sharing in the emotion, but then finding a path forward. 
And uh, the, the takeaways for that are to share maybe from your own personal story, if, if you're practicing this with someone, finding a relevant way to share part of your story, something that you've experienced in a genuine and humble way to be able to further empathize, not just understand cognitively what, uh, what is happening in someone's life that is resulting in maybe a, a challenge or a struggle, not just emotionally empathizing so that you get and understand the emotions and feelings, but then, but then sharing and being able to find a way to humbly connect with that person on a real and intimate level. And for me, the way that that happened was my old boss said, hey, man, listen, um, I know that you, you, you don't know this, but I've walked through a divorce myself. And he started to kind of peel back the layers of his story and share some of the things. I remember feeling this exact same way. I remember thinking these exact same things. I remember struggling to just get through my day-to-day. And that connection and that, that, that intimate, close connection where I realized, oh my gosh, this person absolutely understands what I'm feeling, paved the way for steps forward. And what, what, what that boss was able to do with me and And what I encourage you to do is to encourage healthy next steps. Um, You know, he started to ask me, Adam, what's one way that you can alleviate some of the stress that you're feeling? And so then I shared with him what that next step looked like, what that feeling was like. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it helps for me to uh, listen to peaceful classical music, or it helps for me to jump on the Peloton and go for a ride, or it helps for me to go for a run or exercise or helps for me to. And I just started to share some of the things that helps. And then he was able to encourage those things. Hey, I totally agree with you. I think that would be a great thing for you to do. I think that would be a great thing for you to practice. And then the final thing that he did and that I would encourage you to do is to reassure and validate. People just need to be reassured sometimes that they're not alone. And almost every time somebody walks through something difficult, there's somebody in their sphere of influence who has walked through something similar. Now, all our stories are unique. Everybody's experience is their own. But I think there's a reason that, that we are stronger together and that people um, uh, connect better when empathy is involved because, because it's a reassuring thing to know that you're not the only one. When that boss last year was able to tell me, hey, I've walked through a divorce. I remember how challenging this is. I've felt these things and, and it's not easy. And I completely understand what you're going through. And I want you to know I'm here for you. And if you need to talk or you need a vent, you need to get some stuff off your chest, you can always come to me and it's a safe place to, to talk about it. And I want to, I want to encourage you to take healthy steps. And ultimately it helped me to get through that difficult season now, I share the story and I share these steps and, and I'm starting with empathy because I feel like it is such an um, important piece to anybody's leadership style. Um, when this is practiced and this is something that's put into place on a regular basis, uh, it, that sets a leader apart. So I want to kind of recap because I know I've shared a lot here. Um, But the first type of empathy is cognitive empathy. And the takeaways are to listen to understand, not to respond, ask questions, and practice the 80-20 rule. Three easy things to do. 
ask questions, listen to understand, practice the 80-20 rule. For emotional empathy, identify the feelings. Maybe use the feeling wheel. Google it right now. If, if you're watching this live stream um, or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you can, take a minute, Google the feeling wheel, take a look at it. I'm telling you it helps. And then step into those feelings. Mirror and match with that person. Utilize your emotional experience to feel some of the same things that that person is feeling. And then for compassionate empathy, share in genuine humility. Share part of your story. Share something that, that you've experienced that could resonate and connect with that person. And then encourage healthy steps for them to work through it. And then finally, reassure and validate. Reassurance and validation can go a very, very long way. Knowing that I had a safe place to go and talk about some of these things, even in a work setting, um, meant a lot to me. Validating the way that I felt was huge because it helped me to realize that I wasn't alone. And I, I'll tell you this right now, practicing empathy is going to lead to a deeper connection with the people that you're around. It's going to build stronger trust with those people. And it's going to develop a profound loyalty that you will have. And it's mutual. It's both ways with that person. Now, it's not blind loyalty, but it's profound loyalty. It's something that only through empathy that you can build. And I will say just from personal experiences, um, different, different professional backgrounds, different leaders that I've, I've worked under or I've observed, this is not always the easiest. And some people don't practice this well. But I think if you stay aware and you uh, are willing to try, that's just the first step. And you can continue to build and practice this. Practice these three forms of empathy every day and watch how your leadership changes. See how your relationships deepen and grow. See how the trust that you have with those people just develops and gets stronger and watch that profound loyalty build with the people that you're around. So this is part one of eight of soft skills that will change the way you lead. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, if you're on the live stream still or around or watching this later, thank you for doing that. Um, and if you listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I genuinely appreciate the love and support. Come back next week for another quick episode where we will be talking about another soft skill that will change the way you lead. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more about Synergetic Culture, we invite you to go to SynergeticCulture.com. Sign up to receive our weekly podcast and blog, and then connect with us on social media. We want to be connected to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe to the podcast and then share our show with the people around you so they too can build a Synergetic Culture. This episode was written and recorded by Adam Bieber, founder and CEO of Synergetic Culture. Synergetic Culture is a registered trademark of Adam Bieber and the Synergetic Culture Company.